Well, you say you can barely edit a video for reels. We're probably going to talk about your reels later. <laughs> so I had a few, I actually had a few notes. We've we've started recording, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it is recording. Oh, great, great. So if you can, you can talk into the microphone from now on. Yes, of course. Oh, beautiful. Sounds lovely now. Nice and clear. Um, we are going to talk about your reels. So talking of reels, maybe everyone's immediately gone, oh, it's probably Coach Hannah. <laughs> and they'd be correct. So welcome to the podcast, Hannah Ray. I say Ray, but I'm not sure because there's lots of names flying around. Yeah, so, <laughs> so technically... I am Hannah Miller. Right. Because I got married, me and Sean got married in 2021. I definitely know that date. I, I did not. Look at my watch and yeah. go, oh, funny. Um, and yeah, I became Hannah Miller then. But I had already set up Coached by Hannah Ray. So I was like, mm, I'm probably going to keep it, you know? Yeah. We'll just call you Coach Hannah. That's how most people will probably know you. Sure. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So we spoke about you coming on the podcast like way before you did the internship, like long, you know, I want to say pre-COVID, like quite some time ago, I think. Yeah, it's been a few years and, and I've avoided you really well. But you know what you've done really cleverly? I don't know how you done it, how you did it. Somehow you incepted me into thinking that I'd had you on the podcast. Yeah, and then I, and then I was like, oh, I need to get you back on now that you're coaching. And you're like, I never came on. I was like, we spoke about you coming on. I know we spoke about it. And I think it's just we spoke about it. And then we spoke a lot off air anyway. And then I was like, oh, I guess we've done it. Yeah, I, I'm that good. Yeah. So anybody else out there hiding who has somehow conned me into thinking we've already done the podcast, just remind me that we haven't, please. Because um, I've got to track these people down. Hannah. So uh, oh, I've got loads of things I want to start chatting with you about, but We've got to stick to the format of the podcast and we've got to start with some warm-up questions. You should already be anticipating them. First one is, of course, peanut butter, crunchy, smooth, or covered in chocolate. Crunchy. Crunchy. Very good. So we don't need the backup question. Um, here's one I've thrown in just for you today because this is a pre-wad pod, as they say. So we're going to be uh, be doing the workout after the podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, quite often, I'll record the, the podcast with people post-wad. Um, which is more difficult i'll be honest uh but that's when i train in the morning today you're training in the evening you're doing the, the class as well we usually the times i've done the class with you have been in the morning so obvious question is what's the best time to work out for me or for, for anyone you, for you for, for me well, i mean a... if you can tell me for everyone that would be great but <laughs> yeah no i'd like to know I for you personally definitely can't um i um classically a 6 a.m. Yeah. That's also how I avoided you for so that long. You, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the one time we know he won't come? <laughs> yeah. So I historically back at ones like probably even maybe um was a 6 a.m. through and through. But I have recently since being self-employed enjoyed a few 9.30 and 10.30 now classes. Um So yeah, more than morning though. This 8 p.m. wad is going to be absolutely dreadful and I probably won't be able to lift anything. I see. I, hmm, I find the evening one, I'm very warmed up. I've had the whole day to warm up. So that is a benefit. I, I feel looser uh, and i can kind of handle that better but i have less energy and i find in the mornings even though they're not early from a 9 30 10 30 i i still feel so stiff i'm like oh i haven't really gone with the day but i think i've got you know more in the tank to give 
Yeah, you're more fueled when it comes to the evening. There is that benefit. Um, but I think your body just gets used to whatever you decide to put it through. Yeah. Um, and usually that is 6 a.m. Yeah. Well, when I, what, I mean, before I was like always evening. 8 p.m. was sort of just the, the class I was going to the most. And then when COVID hit and the first month of COVID we were doing, uh, the first month of like lockdown, we did 100 burpees a day. And there was a little group of us doing it. And I would make sure, basically I wanted to do it first each day because then I would tag them in it and it was like great knowing ha 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 I've done this and you've still got to do your burpees and then there was one day that I I didn't get them done early and I recorded the podcast with Shax in the evening and I still had to do them so I had to do them like after the podcast and it was the latest I did them the whole month they were the best ones <laughs> they were so much better than the others I was like oh I should have been doing these in the evening just because that's when I used to train, that was that was what I was used to. So um, makes sense. But now, yeah, now I'm sometimes morning, sometimes evening. Bit of a mix. Who knows? Yeah. Let's jump to my final warm up question then, which is, who would play you in the CrossFit Bath movie? I've been dreading this question. So I don't really know. This is the problem. I feel like everyone comes on the podcast and they're like, "I've got it. I know who who's going to play me." But I can't think of anyone that looks like me. Now, I know you will be thinking of someone, um, and I hope it doesn't offend me. But the only thing I could think of is that I am naturally ginger. A lot of people now will say you're not ginger, right? but I, I was for many, many a year. Um, and I was thinking of, well, who's played characters where they've had curly ginger hair? And I was thinking, like, maybe Nicole Kidman or who's the one who... Was in who's the actress from Titanic? Uh, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. They've both yeah. had various roles where they had big curly ginger hair. So I thought maybe one of them. I quite like that. I quite yeah yeah. Um, I think they're good. They're good shouts. Yeah. See, I I actually struggled as well. I I I'm a bit out of practice of casting people. And if people have paid close attention to the podcast, they realise a couple of times I haven't done it recently. Like I've just let the people cast themselves and I've just been like, yeah, that's a good shout. I agree with you. Let's move on. Mm, um, smooth. I was kind of using utilizing time travel for you a little bit and being like, I think I could maybe take this actress, but they're too old now. So I would say like a young, I was thinking maybe like a young Sigourney Weaver, like kind of aliens era. See, uh, and I'm useless with names. I, I know the name, but I don't know what they look yeah, like. Well, I'll, I'll Google look it. it up later. Yeah, yeah. Or um, I don't know why. I was also thinking like a younger Marissa Tomei as well. Um, I'll show you pictures later, but I, I think either of those would have done. I don't know, maybe just the, more the vibe than anything else. Not necessarily that they looked like you, but mm. I thought I'd better get someone just in case Anna doesn't doesn't find someone. But Thanks. let's go with um, go with Kate Winslet. Absolutely fine. <laughs> let's talk. I don't want to talk CrossFit or coaching in general or fitness in general. So this is the the great enigma of of you, Hannah. Well, it's started with fitness didn't it well it did yes so that's kind of what i wanted to jump into is well i guess was fitness always like when where did your journey begin yeah i thought you might ask that and it was interesting i was speaking to alex and ed about this the other day about what what were their kind of like roots with fit with fitness had they been doing it since they were young and obviously yes they had lots of lots of sport team sports um but for me that was not my thing um i was a bit of a naughty child that was kind of near the hockey pitch but probably in a group of friends smoking cigarettes 
Right. Yeah. So I was very not fitness. I did later on in my school life, when I got to year maybe 10 or 11, decide to play for the hockey team. And I was all right at that, mainly because I brought aggression to the pitch. That was the one benefit. No skill, to be honest. Uh, So, yeah, fitness hasn't really been a thing for me. Um, When I got older, into my 20s, I would go to the gym, didn't really know what I was doing. I then joined a boot camp, one of those, is it British military fitness boot camps in Bristol? Um, Got really into it. Um, Just loved training being shouted at in all weathers. I remember like training in the snow, trying to do push-ups in a park and it was freezing uh, and it was horrible, but it was also great. Um, I then found out from one of the boot camp members that there was this kind of boxing thing where you could do a boxing fight for charity. Okay. There seems to be a bit of a theme with aggression here. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, oh. That sounds fun. I mean, I'm allowed to hit people. Yeah, I can, for charity. Yeah, I can hit people and save lives. Great. Um, so back in like 2015, I did a boxing like it was three months. You did three month training program in this gym in the middle of nowhere in in Bristol. Um, it was like a little tank, like a little kind of shelter. Um, it was bizarre, but it was pretty hardcore pretty rough and it was great um and i trained there for three months had a fight at the end which i won well done um then they wrote me in to do another fight because they were missing um a woman so i did another fight they're just missing her with misplaced yeah a woman. Uh, where's she gone yeah hannah you need to step in so i did and then, you know won again that's yeah well, it's two just, and oh. and then then i retired from my boxing career undefeated well done. yeah 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 um and then I got into CrossFit. And the reason I did that is because I was, I think he might have been my boss at the time, a guy called Tom. We were in St. Nick's Market queuing up for a massive kebab at the time. And I said that I was kind of getting bored with the boxing stuff, didn't know what to do next. And he said, um, oh, I've got a friend. I've got a mate that does this this crazy fitness thing. Yeah, it's called CrossFit, I think. Yeah, it looks a bit weird. I think you'd be into it. Um, I went, okay, great. Um, went off, Googled it, found my nearest CrossFit gym, um, which turns out is the same gym as Alex started at in Bristol. Um, Bristol East CrossFit. Yeah. Um, and I joined there in 2016. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know you I didn't know you had had started before coming to Bath. So when did you when did you start at CrossFit Bath? So I started at CrossFit Bath the maybe September or October 2017. Yeah, so not that long after. Because I was thinking you'd been here for a fair while. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I because I used to live in Bristol, and then for various reasons, I moved to Bath in 2017, and yeah, decided to join CrossFit Bath. So what was the? I mean, apart from aggression. What was it then that was sort of the, the catalyst? What, how come you sort of go into like the boot camps and stuff in the first place? What was the desire to get fitter or, you know? Well, originally, the reason I joined the boot camps was actually because I had an upcoming wedding right. with 
I see. With so, my... so vanity. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was basically like, oh, don't look great. I want to look good on my wedding day. Um, and so I decided to, I wanted to lose weight, went on some stupid uh, restricted diet and decided to go to a boot camp and yeah, lost a decent amount of weight in a short amount of time. So. Congratulations. Well but, done. Yeah, yeah. Probably not in the best way. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's not what you advise people to do now. Absolutely not. No. It worked for you. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because I, and this was something I was thinking to get to later, but we'll, we'll jump to it right now because it's because, because when, so I had a sort of an idea in mind before from just from conversations we've had in general, just from sort of the stuff you post on Instagram. So I've, I was, I, I thought, okay, Hannah's interesting, you know, as, as a, as a coach, because I see you more in the, health and fitness sort of side of things personally so i caveat i would say all of the coaches here coach us the members for health and fitness or if we want for competition like it's you know they help us with our goals but when you look at them individually you see that you know different ones are off to competitions they clearly like to compete they're trying to kind of it, it seems the more the sports side of things is the draw for them personally and I see you more focused on the fitness side of things. I see less posts of you sort of off at a local throwdown or a competition here or there. So when you started saying, oh, yeah, I got into the boot camp, and then I did the boxing and I had like a couple of boxing matches, I was thinking, oh, maybe I've misread this situation quite drastically <laughs> because it seems that maybe you are this sort of oh, competition and driven and sport person. But are you? I'm trying to get a read on you, and I'm I've, I've been thrown off. But I also <laughs> think I am right still, to a degree. Yeah, I think that I am. So I'm extremely competitive. Um, I mean, I was just playing garden games this weekend with uh, a bunch of family, and just going absolutely crazy. And they're all like, "Oh my god, you're so competitive and aggressive." Um, and maybe I don't show that. Maybe I just come across as friendly um, and chilled. Yeah. Um, it's all a lie um good to know yeah yeah just so we know where we stand um but I think within CrossFit when I was in Bristol I did a couple of kind of like local competitions um but I don't think I've loved the idea of going to CrossFit comps I think probably at the stage where I wanted to do that I then got a shoulder injury right. like last only last year um and now my goal is get back to health and start competing as a master's athlete <laughs> oh so you're playing the long game interesting oh, that, this is it yeah i've actually been training for the master's categories in competitions for the last like however long yeah that's been that's been my goal wise mm. yeah go on i slipped in under the radar when you turn up and win it all day one yeah probably just go to the games next year really as a master's athlete yeah why not? What's what's preventing you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it's expensive, but apart from that, what's preventing you? It is just the money, not my fitness levels or anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to know. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, but as I said, not that any of the, you know, I've, again, I want it on record that I'm not saying any of the other coaches are not focused on, on health and fitness and the health of the members and, and all of that. And they absolutely are. Um, but I just, yeah, it's just that sort of vibe of, of personal goals, I suppose, or, you know, what they're doing kind of with their fitness if that makes sense yeah 100 percent. and I think I'm probably a little bit different to the other coaches in that you're right they 100 percent do care about all of those things but they are all I think all of them are like athletes in a way like that is 
that is one thing they've got. You know, when I was speaking to to Alex, I was speaking to Ed, they were kind of talking about all of these team sports that they've done. They've kind of been brought up on sport and that's just like part of their DNA. Um, they've got that amazing foundation and, and fitness has been kind of like fl- like flowing through them for, for years. But for me, it really hasn't. And I'm, I guess I'm quite a latecomer to the game and I'm definitely more of the everyday CrossFitter, if you see what I mean. Oh, oh, I see what you mean because <laughs> I too am... Um... Didn't you know? No sports at school, no sports after school, mm-hmm. uh, and never. I, I mean, I don't even watch sport like any sport. L- literally, the only sport I focus on, if we call it a sport, which some people don't, is CrossFit. <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm very in on that, uh, and just in general, you know. I, but my brother, the opposite, he loves sport. It was you know, he played all the sports at school, kind of thing. Uh, so I do find it interesting when when people you know come later and are like, oh, actually, I'm. I can still, you know, get fit, even though I haven't had this sort of foundation of, you know, I, I guess I was always healthy because I, you know, I walked a lot. I did started physical stuff, but it just wasn't sport, if that makes sense. I wasn't even healthy. Well, as we've heard, <laughs> as we've heard from your sidelines on the hockey pitch. <laughs> yeah. Or just have a look at some of my posts. I'm very kind of open and honest about the fact that, yeah, I was you know, I used to be, I was a smoker for years and I came out of the, out of the gym, out of like fitness first once, and then went to the McDonald's drive-through, bought some chicken nuggets because of protein, um, and then had a cigarette. So yeah, that's my background. Um, and that's why people can learn from my mistakes. <laughs> so you've done it for, that's really exactly. nice. I know it comes back to that whole charity thing again. Yeah. 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 Your way of charity is quite interesting. It involves hitting people. <laughs> And like binging on food so they don't have to. It's a a unique approach, but apparently it works for you. Mm. So, you you know, okay, you got into, you got into boot camps because you wanted to to look better. You transitioned from boot camps to boxing, boxing to CrossFit. At what point did it become more than something you were going to because I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, I might, you know, I might be wrong here, but I'm hoping the, the stage of going to like fitness first, followed by McDonald's drive-through and a few cigarettes, wasn't a time when you were coaching. <laughs> Correct. That was years and years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, so I'm wondering, at what point was it like, okay, instead of this being something that I do, you know, like, like we all come here and do CrossFit to kind of get fit and healthy, to oh, this is what I want to do professionally to kind of take it further and start coaching and and training so what was sort of the the drive behind that and then how did that progress well to be honest I when I joined CrossFit at first I mean I was hooked pretty quickly as we all are um and we me and my ex um became quite close to a couple of the coaches there um we were good friends with them and we used to hang out quite a lot. And I was just like, wow, you guys have got the best job ever. So within, you know, my first six months of joining CrossFit, I was like, I would love to do that. But I had been at a desk job for years and I just thought there's no way that I could ever do that. You know, I'm not doing muscle ups. I'm not lifting a hundred kg. I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. So surely I can't do this. So, it then, I'd, I'd wanted to do it for years, but it took me a while to, I guess, get fed up of my 
existing job um, that I I worked with fantastic people, but in terms of the job itself, it, it wasn't what it wasn't something I loved. Um, but it took me a while to get to the point where I said, "Do you know what? I'm going to retrain." Because I think the further also that you get into your career, the more risky that becomes. You know, you start earning more money, you have more security, more opportunities, yeah. and you kind of go, "I really don't want to take a risk here." But um, enough was enough. Yeah, you did it. You and took I a risk. It. You yeah. took a risk. Um, but it, you didn't. So, so again, I'm trying. I'm trying to work out how that looked because. You, so when you when you decided, okay, I'm going to retrain, because uh, obviously like now you're Coach Hannah here. Mm-hmm. Previously, you were intern Coach Hannah here. <laughs> yeah. But you were already coaching, like yeah. doing your your private coaching. So. I'm, I'm guessing the coaching side of things didn't start until you were already in Bath. You weren't doing any of that in Bristol. Correct. Good. See, I'm following the story. I'm, following, I'm connecting the dots. Um, so then was the intention always to be like, oh, I want to coach and I want to coach CrossFit? Or was it just, oh, I just want to coach. I just want to help people. I think it definitely started. I mean, I'd always wanted to coach CrossFit. Um, and it, it started with me just being like, right, okay, I'm going to become a PT. Um, then... I got into the nutrition side of things, um, mostly because I went through that whole journey myself. Um, and partly with the PT stuff as well. I used to, I was PT by Lydia who worked here. Um, and I was like, wow, she's made such a difference to my life. And then I had an online coach and I was like, they've made such a difference to my life. And I started piecing all the things together and it did start as I want to help people. And I, I never really, because I'm not an athlete, I wasn't ever sure if I could really be a CrossFit coach. So I don't think I ever had the confidence necessarily to kind of walk up to to Ollie here and be like, hey, do you, do you want me as a coach? He'd be like, oh, that's a bit weird. Don't think so. You do a nice squat, but, you know, it ends there. Um, so then when the opportunity for the intern came up, I was like, I have to grab this. Um, this is an opportunity that's, well, for me, you know, not going to come up again. So Yeah. And I mean... I- and you know, we've now we've got a, a new intern, so it's, yes. you know the program is continuing. And I know with Ollie, we spoke some time ago about the need to, because obviously we've brought in, we've brought in, you know, a lot of high level coaches have come into Bath from other boxes around the UK, which is great for us because we get you know level two, level three coaches coming in, fantastic. So the level of coaching in Bath has always been incredibly high, but you can't just keep grabbing coaches from outside because eventually we have no coach, like no new coaches come up. And, and I think the fact that the coaching team here is so solid, it's like the perfect environment to cultivate new coaches of that same, that same level. You know, you learn from the best, you're going to be the best, right? Like that's, that's the thing. So I, I think it's great that it's, you know, it's happened for you and now it's still, still going on. Um, and I, I think as well, though, like you're saying, you know, not being an athlete in the typical kind of what we maybe think, I also think that's going away a little bit anyway, because I think it's, you know, early days CrossFit, the the athletes you saw at the games were the coaches and mm. box owners and things like that. And now because the level of CrossFit is, is what it is now, you, you can't really do that and be a box owner or be a coach. And so people make decisions of, no, I'm going to pursue being an athlete and that's my goal kind of thing. And maybe they coach the odd class here or there. And I think that the coaching 
has shifted more into the focus for like, yeah, well, you know, you want to get to the games, we can help you do that. But that's a bit more specialized. General, Generally, we want to just help people be fit and healthy and happy. And that's the majority of people. You know, it's not the athletes that are keeping the boxes open. It's general populace. So I think it's often better for them, you know, that the coach is... Uh, He's like them a little bit, you know, sometimes it can, because I think we can all feel a bit like, yeah, well, I'm never going to be able to do that. And so it's quite nice to be like, oh, actually, you know, and what's, what I've always found great is sort of sometimes just seeing the progress of the coaches as athletes themselves, yeah. because obviously when you're coaching, you, you're maybe more accountable. You're making sure you're not missing session. You're doing everything. And as with everyone, you do progress. And so sometimes you'll see coaches that have just suddenly like, Oh, well, <laughs> when did you get so fit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because they're spending more time here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. How's it going then? Life as a as a CrossFit coach. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely loving it. And yeah, I feel very, I feel very blessed that I got the opportunity not just to become a CrossFit coach, but also to, to do that here. Um, because I've been, I mean, my, my CrossFit, uh, box in in Bristol was amazing but I've traveled around you know when you go on holiday and stuff and, and done drop-ins at certain boxes and Mixed I've yeah you know we don't need to say much but um I've then walked away and come back here and gone oh my god like this is this is amazing um yeah and then you you know the coaches here have obviously helped me through my internship and yeah the standards are really high um and uh, yeah, I feel very lucky that that's the introduction I've had to bring, being a CrossFit coach. Um, and it's just great. I I find like a new energy when I'm at the front of the class. Um, I've started doing evening shifts recently. I was doing the morning shifts with Emma and Joey before and getting up in the morning is super easy for me. I'm a 6am, right? So I can easily bring the energy then. <laughs> but suddenly doing evening shifts I've been like how uh, that's normally when I switch off how am I gonna handle this but as soon as you walk in the door and you've just got all the members there you just find that new energy um and yeah I love it it's yeah. fab and I think the classes get a bit kind of looser in the towards the like as the evening progresses anyway so the energy is sort of like I feel like they there is a different energy at eight o'clock I'd agree evening, with that yeah and there is um you know we are it's relaxed, but it's quite a kind of fun relaxed, if that makes sense. It's not people like uh, apathetic towards the training. It's just more we're kind of like, hey, we're here. We're here. Yeah. It's, it's been a long day. We're here. What do you want from us? I think one of my first 8 p.m. classes um, earlier this month was just a very cheeky, sarcastic 8 p.m. class. And I absolutely loved it. I am here for that energy. Yeah. Well, I think you're are you going to be coaching regularly the Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Yeah, because yeah. I speak to Ollie because that was his his shift previously um and then i had the last two months my schedule was on its head a little bit so normally i would train on wednesday evening i couldn't come in on wednesday evenings as of this week that's all now back to normal so i'm back in on wednesday evenings yay um, and i was saying to him, oh you're still coaching wednesday evenings so i'm finally back on wednesday evenings like no 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 not anymore he's like oh who's he's, doing it he's handed the mantle over to me he said hannah's doing it. i was like oh i wonder if i can change my shift back hey <laughs> nah, nah, i'm here <laughs> knew that was coming no, so no, I, oh i'm so happy that my <laughs> schedule's gone back to what it was because the problem was that i trained friday morning and so my thursday and wednesday got shifted which meant theoretically i could come in eight o'clock on thursday instead of wednesday but then I'm back in 9.30 on Friday morning. 
And quite often I was just like, look, I'm already, you know, it's already been a long day. I'm already tired. Now I'm going to come in late and do the class. And then I'm going to try and get in in the morning to do the morning. Mm, no, no. And it was just too easy to kind of not come. <laughs> no excuses <laughs> anymore. Was, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, hey, do you even check whiteboard? I'm, I'm, I'm booked in. I'm booked in for, I'm back to, yeah, all my usual classes. Looking forward to it. Be nice to feel like I'm getting fit again, <laughs> not getting lazy. So, what's the? Hmm, oh, actually, let's before we go on to that. So, there's another thing that you post quite a lot on on your socials and your reels. Actually, your, so let's talk about your reels first of all. What's going on with the reels? So, you do a lot of the um, sort of talking to yourself. I don't know how best to describe them. I, like two pe- like playing two skits. roles, little. I call them skits. Skits. It's okay. a skit, right? It's a skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a sketch. It's a skit. Why not? Mm. Um, where you, you, I think the most recent one I saw maybe was there was uh, was it like I don't have time for something, and then you're just like scrolling on Instagram and like, oh no, I don't have time to go and do the thing because oh, what, what did your coach say I should be? Doing? I can't remember now. All the stuff. Yeah, it was it was about um steps getting steps getting in steps and this in, person's yes. like oh yeah I, I don't have time um yeah I'm really busy and then they're looking at like uh memes and reels on their phone um and the thing is one of the things that yeah. I will say with my reels is I think they could potentially offend people but I will be honest and say I am drawing this from my own experience like the reason I can put these together is because I have been that person I don't know what we want to name that person I do feel maybe people could submit a name, name for my alter ego is that what we want to call her yeah. um pre-hockey hannah <laughs> yeah pre-hockey hannah i like it um but yeah i can only put those together because i've been that person yeah. um and also i speak to people here and they're like oh my god did you write that about me <laughs> but that's the good like i think we need to like that's the good thing right when we can you know we can look at ourselves and be like yeah i know like i think we're all like that I mean, I'm, oh, I'm so busy i've got no time for anything and you're like you've spent 20 minutes scrolling for instagram you've got no time i'll tell you why i've got no time <laughs> yeah i mean like well it's funny because the other day i was like oh i just feel so lazy i can't be bothered to do anything which i was like look you you know you've worked all week it's weekend if you you're feeling lazy take the day to kind of rest like, she went out she had to go to work she like came home I've done all the washing up, cleaned the kitchen, done all this. She was like, you said you were lazy. I was like, yeah, I'm lazy and I'm not doing the things I should be doing. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I have to be productive. Otherwise, I'm going to be angry with myself even more than, oh, I didn't do a you know, stupid project I said I was going to do. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we're all kind of aware of these things. That sounds like procrastinating, by the way, Jason. Um, the kitchen is clean. It needed to be clean. <laughs> So sure. I think okay. it was just task management. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And then I did, I did do the other things as well, actually. Oh, well, then that's so fine. So in the yeah. end, uh, in the end, I had a relatively productive weekend, so that was quite good. Um, we could talk about it off mic. There's some interesting things, but uh, it's not for these people. <laughs> no. So within the the reels and the things like that, another thing you kind of quite often sort of hint at is this idea of like, I. It's it's having goals, but it's a little bit more specific. I think it's sort of it's this idea of like just coming in. You know, it's not always enough to just come in and just go. Oh, I'm just going to come and do this, but it's sort of having direction of well, like what are you trying to achieve and why are you doing it? And you know, is it if you're just coming in and doing the classes and you're not really thinking about why you're doing them or what you're trying to get out of them, you're not necessarily going to see the results. Again, is that drawn from your... Because you were saying, like, Lydia, you had Lydia doing kind of 
PT for you? So is that just, again, pulling on your own experience of, I just kind of did on autopilot for so long and then it wasn't until I took a bit more active control or, I mean, what sort of sparked this? And and am I right in what I'm saying, sort of? Yeah, sort of. I think I've probably lent towards that on... um occasions in some of my content and I think all of my content generally is drawn from yeah my experiences in some way I mean I was you know I still am an everyday crossfitter um and I wasn't I was a poor everyday crossfitter for a long time um and that's why yeah I I signed up with Lydia I was like I'm I'm just fed up of never really getting anywhere and it wasn't that I wanted to go to the games or anything ridiculous like that. But I kind of did have it at the back of my head that oh, it would be nice to go to a few comps with friends, have a good time, but I'm never going to get anywhere. Like, why am I not getting anywhere? I never really understood why I wasn't. And it wasn't until I started working with Lydia and following a structured plan and repeating similar stuff every week. And, and when I had a coach that focused on my nutrition, you know, it was until I got accountability and support and had some kind of plan, I was just going nowhere. Um, and that I personally found that frustrating. But I think it's also important to realize that not everyone wants to go somewhere. Some people just want to come in, switch off, and they don't mind if they're not picking up the heavier dumbbell in six months. So, yeah, I've drawn on my experiences, and those are the people I'm speaking to past me, yeah. basically, in my content. That's interesting. Because, uh, yeah. Can past you put the bell down a little quieter, please? <laughs> yeah. um, it's interesting because it's it, you know, now it's like now that you've highlighted that, you you can it's quite easy to to pick that out in the content now that this is just oh these are the things I would have liked to have been told five years before I learned them or ten years before you know and and it's like and I've had this experience now and I feel better for it so I'm taking the opportunity to kind of share what i've experienced with, with you uh, and as you said it's not gonna that's not gonna be the right message for everyone um which is again like one of the nice things about coming here and having a variety of of coaches with a variety of experiences and you know different goals that they maybe have for the future or or goals they had in the past that they reached that were different from the ones that you reached um, and you're right like going back to the 8 p.m class i think a lot of us that come in at 8 p.m you know quite it's sort of like well that's the time the kids are in bed so that's the time i can get in so guess what i'm not planning to go to the games because i've got the kids at home i'm just happy to be out of the house to yeah be honest. 100%. um and and so obviously yeah if you're there with the sort of well come on you've got to you've got to change your life you've got to do this and you're like i can't i'm you know i'm really quite happy where yeah. i am i just want to still be able to play with my kids in 5 10 15 20 years sort of thing um but yeah okay interesting interesting past hannah right that's locked in. I am mostly just talking. I'm literally talking to myself in some of my content. Um, but all the time, yeah, I'm speaking to that. That passed me and hoping that someone can resonate and yeah, it will help them in some way. Are you happy with the uh, with the response you're getting to the, the social media side of things? Has it blown up in the way you'd like? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's blown do up. Need, do we need to, um, to get it out there? Yeah, I would I would say it's it's generally good responses. Like I said, I will I will often um come in to the box and people will say oh my god it's like you were talking to me or yeah do you know did you write that about me or were you listening to my conversation or yeah so it's do you, clearly do you ever say yes 
Well, I mean, well, there yes. was only there was one time where I actually put it in the um, description of the reel. Was there was one that was basically taking the mick out of uh, Rebecca Swales right. because she walked up to me and said she was going on holiday next week. Um, could I have three ab exercises, please? <laughs> um, and as soon as she said that, I said, Becky, I'm going to write. Uh, a script and do a reel about that and so yeah i tagged her in it she knows about it um i think she likes it you know yeah, i mean she's never spoke to me again but <laughs> yeah it's weird she avoids me all the time it's yeah, really she's, odd she's definitely um, never asked me for an apex as well again <laughs> but um yeah so i think there are some occasions where it m- most of the time honestly though 99 percent of the time it's not because you have said it um it is probably just something i've done just in the a past crazy coincidence i mean some of it may a lot of the time my clients ask me oh was that a dig at me and i'm like of course not absolutely not but you see i think that's interesting because i think you are with what we've been speaking about with kind of your approach to the coaching with the message you're putting out with everything you're doing and that it is targeted at past you you're probably attracting people that are similar to past you and therefore when they're like oh was that a dig at me it's like no it was a dig at past me but to be honest <laughs> also you yes past, past me <laughs> past me and present you pretty they, they'd be pretty good friends yeah yeah we're kind of the same um so yeah essentially um i guess that i guess that is the case excellent now we're gonna have to wrap things up soon because we've got to train we can't just talk about fitness we've got to we've got to get out and do it I've got She's smiling, and, everyone. She's got yeah. this massive smile on her face. I've got to try and put say. a barbell above my head at 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, I was working, I was talking to my colleague today. We were both complaining about how much our shoulders were hurting from what we were doing. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to check what the what is tonight. And it was like, oh, strict press, push press, push jerk great amazing just what i want to hear for my shoulders mm. um it's fine it will, it will loosen my actually i do find if i don't do that tomorrow morning i'll wake up and it will be like everything will just be locked up whereas coming here tonight it will kind of just loosen, loosen everything up a little bit yeah i'm a master's athlete you know i'm gonna <laughs> i gotta keep uh gotta keep uh, applying the grease to... absolutely so before i go two two sort of questions one is any goals any future kind of plans you know you're you're flying high at the moment with with how things are going but is there some sort of some little little things that you're sort of working towards or is it a wait and see see how the shoulder holds up and just wait to see what the games i guess is that the yeah it's pretty much it just like i said training for the games um no i don't think there's anything in particular i think mostly for me at the moment in training wise it's Making sure the shoulder recovers properly. Um, I've had a great physio, Vicky, Hybrid Health. Future future podcast yeah, guest. Yeah. We are booked in, I believe. We've already picked a, a date, a time Fantastic. and date. So that is coming. Um, yeah, I think she's got half of the box going to her. But um, yeah, so my main 2023 focus is get back to doing all the things um that i could do before and maybe some new stuff that i haven't been able to do before um and i'd i'd love to do some competitions next year even if it's just for fun um maybe do the uh, emma's what was emma's comp masters championships yeah, I might do that that could be fun it's a tough one and this year it seems super tough looking at people's talk about the qualifiers yeah, me and Em looked at the first one and went, oh, 
Yeah, not, I don't, don't not, know if we've got. Yeah, don't know if you've got time to. What's that? Thrusters and burpees. Yeah, I'm actually really busy this weekend. Never mind. <laughs> uh, there's always next year. <laughs> or you just just say, I'll just wait until I tick over into the next category just to make sure oh, yeah. I'm the youngest in that category. You know, I don't want to. I want to go up against people that are younger than me Absolutely. in a masters competition. That's that's a death sentence. <laughs> and the still taking on um, people for PT, or are you fully booked? Yeah, no, I'm I am not fully booked, and yeah, I'm taking on online clients. Um, I'm taking on in-person PT. Uh, yeah. Okay, so if anybody wants, they know they know who to who to speak to, and they can follow you on Instagram at, at Coach Hannah Ray. Is that right? Coached by Hannah Coached Ray. Coached by Hannah. Because Ray. people like to say that they are coached. coached by Hannah Ray. Do they like to say that? Do they? Well, a couple of people have said it to me. Yeah, yeah. a so, couple of people. Yeah, it, it's a thing. It's we're starting it. We're starting it. Okay, t-shirts yeah. pending. Right. <laughs> um, and final question then, the one you have been anticipating. Oh God. No, don't act like that. So, when it comes down to it, in serious matters of life and death, no, that's not. <laughs> uh, who are you nominating to be a future guest on the podcast? I would like to nominate, well, technically two people. Okay. One, because you said it in front of her the other day. So I think we need to get Jesse on. Yep. 100%. Um, but also, I'd like to nominate Cam. You you don't know who Cam is, do you? No. That's you probably matter. do. Probably do. Like, I've probably seen them. Yeah. So I think it, to a degree, I think I know everyone. Yeah, you. I think you do, Jace. But um, I will. I will send you over Cam's profile. Um, me and Gemma were speaking about getting Cam on because she has the best voice ever. Right. So she belongs on this podcast, um, okay. and she's just generally potentially fat. the new host. Who knows? To be honest, yeah. Good. I think that could happen. <laughs> Um, okay, so you, you send me her profile and I you'll will. send her a message saying, I've sent your profile to Jason so they can, he can contribute for the podcast that you are coming on. And that yes. would just make life easier for me Absolutely. to do the introduction myself. Very good. Well, Hannah, we've got no more time to chit chat. We've got to get in there, get warmed up and get ready to uh, put some some big old weights overhead. Yes. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then don't forget there's a part B because last, because I was going to say last week, yesterday I forgot there was a part B and I sold it on the last bit of part a forgetting there was a part b there is also a part b today and so it's, it's going to be brutal it is going to be brutal mm -hmm. it's uh, push-ups and then curl uh, curls yeah, yeah. so curls. don't break the push-ups eight minutes of unbroken push-ups here we go no <laughs> that'll be interesting <laughs> hmm. sound off in the i was gonna say sound off in the comments if you think i managed to do eight minutes of unbroken push-ups there's no comments it's a podcast Anyway, but links in the will be in the podcast for all Hannah's stuff, so you can go there to to keep abreast of what's going on in the life of Coach Henry. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks, Jason.